0: So amazing BPI presents Pride Connection stargazing. sponsored by Blind LGBT Pride International Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern on ACB Media 1 or wherever you get your podcasts. Someday. Hello, my friends. It's good to be back with you again. Welcome to this year's 3D audio excursion. I've found so many interesting places over the last year, it's been very hard to decide where to take you. Now, first things first, like we always say, the best way to get the full 3D experience is to be wearing headphones. Since many of us have come to Schomburg for the convention, I thought we should start off with travel, as we usually do. This time, travel within an airport. Come with me as I take you on the Denver International Airport's tram system. The airport is so big, they need a tram to get from one terminal to the next. I found it fascinating, and I hope you will as well. To get from one place to another this time, I have a special portal device, which opens a portal between this world and wherever we're going. Then we jump in and slide to our destination. Brace yourself.
1: are closing. Please keep clear and hold on for departure to all B gates. are closing please keep clear and hold on for departure to all doors are closing. Please keep clear and hold on for departure to terminal. Hold on, please. We are approaching the terminal. Ground transportation and baggage claim. This is the terminal. All passengers, please exit and follow signs to ground transportation and baggage claim. Please watch your step. All passengers, please exit.
0: Isn't that airport huge? I know there are others with trams, but I've never been in one that spread out. Now I'd like to take you on a little walk through downtown Phoenix on a very busy day. The sounds that we pass are fascinating. There's construction and, well, you'll just have to listen for yourself. This walk will take us to another place in Phoenix that, well, if you're a nerd like me, you're gonna love. A sci-fi, fantasy... Cosplay convention. I'll be jumping us from place to place and panel to panel just so you can get a taste of it. It was really cool. Get ready to slide. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. To do.
2: doom! <laughs> Hi, <friends>. <laughs> <laughs> My name
3: is Jacqueline Hyde. You can call me Jack, you can call me Yellow. If you're a friend of mine, you can call
2: me
1: Lello.
4: The name of the chip was a Billy and T. Oh, my blood was low. Soon may the wellman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum.
3: One day when
5: the time is done, we'll take our leave and go. Pull
6: the
3: lyrics, pull them up. Use your phone. Uh, Assistive uh,
1: devices uh, are important. Look, yeah, 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 okay. okay. yeah. soon yeah. may the weathermen come to bring us sugar and tea and run.
5: One day when the time is done, we'll take our leave and go. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Still came up
1: and. Bless folks who know
5: these words.
7: meet Neil Armstrong. So I grew up with Neil Armstrong's autograph to my dad on his office wall. But uh, as a kid, I wanted to be a fighter pilot and I wanted to uh, be an astronaut. And a lot of times those dreams slip away. Uh, But one of the things that my family did every week was we watched Star Trek. And I love Michelle Nichols and Lieutenant Aurora's Um, Character, that was the first time that I saw myself. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, You you know, um, uh, a strong black woman being represented in that type of space. And what was great was my parents never told me that as a growing up as a little kid that one, there were no women fighter pilots and there were no black female astronauts. Um, Dr. Mae Jamison didn't fly to space until I was 22 years old. And, 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 and she was a direct result of what Nichelle Nichols did to help with um, diversifying NASA. And, and so I grew up and I went to Arizona State University, Sun Devils, you know, the the house. Uh, I got my masters and my PhD there and started teaching at the community college as a geoscience professor. And then, yes, <laughs> yeah, theology it rocks. Oh, nice, uh, nice. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, and then, you know, and then one day uh, someone said, NASA's looking for astronauts. you should apply. I was like, yeah, okay. Um, but I did, I applied and I got down to that yes, no phone call in 2009. And it was a heartbreaking no. Um, but then, what do you do? You move on, you, you keep pushing, you keep thinking, you keep up hope and, and striving. And then in 2021, SpaceX, after launching three crews with NASA, said, We're going to send civilians to space. And I got selected for Inspiration 4, the first all civilian mission to orbit. Anybody hear about Inspiration 4 or follow our mission? Woo! Yeah. yeah. African American woman to pilot a spacecraft. As a result of, it. Uh, <laughs> but when I think about pivotal moments in my life, it comes back to having role models, and Michelle Nichols was that role model for me. And I think of you know I feel so um, such gratitude and blessed to be a role model now for
0: other um, little girls of color out there and knowing that they, too, can reach for the stars. Thank you. She is perhaps best known now for her role as Michael Byrne, who, with the crew of the Starship Discovery, has ushered in a new era of Star Trek on television and truly gone where no one has gone before.
7: Sonequa Martin-Green.
0: characters I found, and I absolutely love and adore Michael. She's one of my favorite characters of all time. Um, So it's an honor to meet you.
3: The honor is mine.
7: Thank you so much.
0: And uh, I wanted to know, what was your favorite part of shooting Discovery, kind of outside of the scenes, like any jokes on set or... um, Working with the cast, like I know personally, with me when I do shows, the cast becomes my family as well. So I wanted to know what your favorite moments for them from that were.
3: Oh, thank you for asking. I want so much success for you. Oh man, um, it's a uh, it's such a wild ride this 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 world of acting, as you already know. Um, but we used to play this game called invisible darts on set. And the, the 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 rule was that you had to you had to say yes like you couldn't you couldn't be like ah no I don't want to do that right now, so if somebody hits you with an invisible dart you had to take it and you had to decide like is it poisonous um, am I passing out am I like dying and coming back am I just am I gonna catch it before you you know hit me you know whatever and so we had some really funny <laughs> some really funny moments and I might bring this up later um, to Anson uh, but one time. I shot him with one. And he almost took down a green screen. Oh <laughs> no. Cause he was just like, k- k, you know, and then he grabbed a green screen. And we were like, no, 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 Anson, no, no, no. Cause it was a huge green screen when we were shooting like a shuttle bay scene. And he almost took the whole thing down. And I'm like, wow, that will go down in time. It's one of the best responses to an invisible dart ever. <laughs> then fast forward. We're at the upfronts, which is like a presentation that, um, that we do for networks, right? So there will be somebody who represents every show that's on CBS, and we meet at a at a, at a venue, and um, uh, marketing people come, advertising people come, and it was me, Sir Patrick, Anson, and Kate Mulgrew. What a wonderful group, and we were backstage, they were just about to open the curtains, and we were gonna step out, and Anson, Anson, again, leaned over and was like, Phew, you know, and, and y'all literally the curtain is opening, and I can't not take it. You know what I'm saying? So he I he did it and I was like, oh, oh good one, good one, you know, and I like pull out the dart right before we have to like go out and speak, you know what so, oh, I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, those were some funny moments. The invisible darts. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I would have to demur. I have, to, uh, I'd have to, to say no just because of. Literally. She was circling the Earth in orbit as I was that monologue. And I realized two things. Number one, that's crazy. (laughs) And number two, don't
1: That's a fair question. Uh, the the question. Uh, the,
6: so what was it? What was my experience like going up Spain? So I was asked by Blue Origin to go up uh, there. I went there on a Monday morning. All right, so it's mid morning. How about going
5: out to the gantry? The gantry. There, in the middle of the desert. It's a, essentially 5,000 feet, but but like Denver.
6: And there's this gantry. All right, let's go to the top of the game. Okay. So I walk up three flights, 5,000. And I, okay. Uh, no, 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 no. Look at the nice desert. I catch my breath, Well, another guy. Finally, I make my like 11 flights. I'm sucking in air. There. And there's a room about the size of this. And the door is open to the room, and it's 12 inches thick. Cement. So, what's that? Well, it's a safety room need a safety room. Well, say in case something goes wrong. What could go wrong? Ah, nah, shut There's air in there, and you shut the door if something happened. Then we walk out into the cafeteria. I think, what am I doing here? And then I realize what I'm doing. Here. They brought the old guy in to see if he could make it up the eleventh floor. So, I made it up the other leg. Tuesday, everybody else comes in and you start to uh, practice. So, they have four chairs that are back. So, you're lying like this, okay? The reason you're lying like this is because there are several G's, gravitational forces, on your body, both going up and coming down. So, you practice getting into the chair because when you're in weightlessness, it's totally different. There is a, a little board there that you hold your toes up so you can keep in the chair. There's a five-point harness. You get into the harness, into the harness, into the harness, push it, and then you're lying prone, and the most important strap is the crotch strap. But you're lying like this, and you're trying to find the hole. You understand, Wayne?
5: <laughs> so that's what we cracked.
6: Now it's time to go up in the air. And when I get back to the gantry, a couple of days later, there is the rocket being fueled. And the excess fuel is coming out like an exhaust What's that? They said it's hydrogen. It's hydrogen. <laughs> Hindenburg? <laughs> huh? the, the documentary on the Hindenburg? You know what they, why the Hindenburg burned? Hydrogen. You're right. <laughs> now I'm in the seat and, and the vessel's getting ready. There's a count. And, and before the countdown starts, the announcer says, All right, we're going to remove the gantry. Anybody who wants to get off should get off now. I can't. I So I don't know. T minus 17. it. there's an anomaly. Is something that doesn't belong there. I'm in a spaceship with hydrogen, and something that doesn't belong there is there. I don't want it to be there. Okay, anomaly's over, we're going to keep the gun. We're up there. Jeez. Oh, my God. We're going to die. No, jeez. I am waiting wait. I got up, and I went to the window. And I was looking behind For some reason. I don't know why. I was looking behind. And I could see the weight of the spaceship going through air. It was like disturbing the air, like a submarine. No one's ever talked about that. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Then I looked. And I saw the blackness of space. Now, we're all interested. Uh, the web telescope is magic. Everything about space is incredible. The fury, the frenzy, the, the, the space. Energy. Everything about it is incredible. Magical. I've been enamored with space all my life. But that blackness had no charm to it at all. It was just
5: black. It was black
6: as black could be. And to me that was death. And that was life. Because what I saw back there was the Texas desert, beige and, and green and white in the clouds, and the blue in the sky. That was life. That's death. And that's the way I felt And when we landed, I started to cry. And I had no idea why I was weeping. Until I sat down and began to think, what's the matter? I'm on camera and I'm crying. I know what's happening to the Earth. And I was in grief for the Earth. I realized by seeing the curvature of the Earth how how small this rock is that we're all how insignificant we are on this rock that is insignificant in an insignificant solar system beside an insignificant star in an insignificant galaxy. We're nothing. Why are we here? Later, it occurred to me. We're here to pay attention to the awe and the mystery of life. Of life after 3.8 billion years of evolution. These magical things like us have appeared. And they're going extinct. And we don't even know they existed. How sad that is. How desperate we need to work saving the earth. All that important. Thank you very much, everybody. a good
0: evening. <laughs> Wasn't that great? I thought you all might enjoy a little bit of Sinequa Martin Green, Anson Mount, and William Shatner. There were so many other cool panels at that convention, but I thought I'd bring you the best. Now let's head to the Art Walk. We're going to board a hand-powered merry-go-round, which should be sonically quite interesting, and we will also visit the Star Aquarium and another type of portal.
2: As if you're looking down on the world from space. And now there is a dinosaur. Running. It's a small one though. Just be quiet.
3: What time is it? But there's I don't know moving and changes. Oh god. You plan that. It's something different every
5: time you open the door.
3: Oh. Whoa.
0: The art walk was a fabulous exhibit. There were so many interesting things there. Finally, I'd like to take you to a really special performance. It's called Omnium. Able-bodied and disabled performers work together and create aerial feats, balancing acts, and all kinds of things. Tonight, a woman in a wheelchair with no legs and an able-bodied man perform an extraordinary dance with aerial silks and guess what there's description
2: He spins her in the wheelchair, then kneels in front of her and kisses her hand. He stands up again, and she rotates her body around to the other side of the wheelchair. He stands behind the silks and separates them, and she rests her hands. yourself, She holds her arms straight down. slack below it. He's she's still making a knot and he's standing right next to her with the trombone playing toward us. Now she fans out the slack of the bottom. And now he walks toward the silks, separates them, puts each arm through so that they're on his underarms. And now he puts the trombone to his lips again and he's rising. He's rising into the air as he plays the trombone. He's circling sort of and of rotating. As he's playing, she holds one arm on up toward him. He's lowering back down to the stage. Still playing as he rotates. And now he releases himself from the silks. He walks over to the left, puts the <laughs> trombone on silks. She separates them again and he puts his arms through so they're supporting his underarms. And now he goes upside down with one leg all the way outstretched on one side and bent on the other. She wraps her arms around his chest. He wraps them around his her waist and they rise. They rise together while slowly rotating. The silks are draped down and now Jen goes upside down. Her hair is dangling Arms are outstretched and now she grabs his arms. And now she's being held by her wrists as she goes upside down and through his arms. She's wow. now parallel to the stage. Not she now rotates the other way as he's still upside down, holding her wrists and then lower to the ground. She lands on the stage, he continues to lower, he rotates back up and stands. kneels next to Jen. She puts her arm around him, and he lifts her. He stands, lifting her above his head. She throws her arms up and out to her sides, and she looks up. She grabs the silks. She separates them and holds them as she goes upside down in the silks. Now she goes down and supports herself with that knot, and he takes one end of it and drapes it around her arm and he takes both hands and he begins dancing with her. She's being supported by the silks and he's standing and walking and now they're ballroom dancing around the stage with her gliding in the silks. And now he releases her and she swings all the way over to the left back to him and now he grabs her again and they continue dancing. He brings her in and they rotate around each other. He swings her around in a circle faster and faster.
0: Those aerialists incredible. I had good balance as a kid but uh I don't know if I'd be comfortable doing that. Thank you all for joining me. I hope you guys had as much fun listening to these excursions as I did recording them. And of course, I'll be back next year with another adventure. I've heard- You have been listening to Pride Connection Sponsored by Blind LGBT Pride International For more information Go to blindlgbtpride.org
2: Someday we'll
0: find
2: it The rainbow connection
7: The lovers The dreamers And